0: What's up everybody? Welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris.
1: I'm Caleb. Today,
0: we are talking about Stray, developed by Blue12 Studio, published by Annapurna Interactive. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. Oh, dear Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Caleb. Hi. How you doing, buddy?
1: I'm all right. How are you doing?
0: Good, thanks. Yeah, We decided to take a little bit of a break in between our Star Wars episodes and talk about a game that recently came out. And when I say recently, I mean like not even a week at time of recording. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But this was something that I was actually really excited about when I saw the um, reveal trailer. And they basically just came out and they were like, Hey, guess what? You're going to be a cat in a post-apocalyptic world where you get to hang around and run around cities, streets-covered, In like neon signs, like Blade Runner and talk to robots. And I went, yeah, I'm on board. (laughs) Deal with it. (laughs) You know, one of the things I love about gaming is, um, you know, that mindset of putting you in the like body of something else. Right. I mean, we've talked about it before. I I like it when they're like, you know, we're going to make you feel like a badass samurai. We're going to make you feel like a badass assassin. We're going to make you feel like fucking Batman. Batman. Yeah. And then they're like, here have a game where you can be a cat. And I was talking to some people that uh, at my day job about this, and yeah. they literally like, you know, they're not gamers, they had no idea, they were just like, hey man, if you just wanna be a cat, then all, all the more power to you.
1: A movie a long time ago taught me that everybody wants to be a cat.
0: Oh yeah, which one's that? Aristocrats. Okay. <laughs> cats. I-, I thought you were gonna say cats, and I was no, like, oh no. God, no.
1: There's that whole song in it. Everybody Everybody wants to be a cat. All right. So remember that? Confession
0: time, I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh. And if I have, like that's like one of my least
1: favorite Disney movies? Yeah. Like it's one of my wife's favorites. Yeah, Yeah. The
0: the fiance constantly like, we'll, we'll we'll make movie references to it. And I'm I'm like, I'm the movie guy in our house, right? Like, yeah. you know, she comes to me and she's like, hey, what was the name of that guy that was in that movie where they did that thing? And I'm like, oh, Lance Reddick or whatever. And she's like, yeah, that guy. That guy. Okay. But anytime she brings up something from aristocrats, I'm, I'm like, I don't know what this is.
1: <laughs> I take it you didn't see it then.
0: I mean, I must have seen it when I was smaller. I know we had it in our house, but part of the thing was that, for me, I mean, I've always, like, I'm an animal person. I, I joke. I like all animals more than I like most people in the world. Yeah. But I, for the longest time, I mean, I have a wolf tattooed on me. I've always been a dog guy. But I like cats, too. But not when I was younger, you know. So yeah. I, I was more like, let's watch Milo and Otis than the aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> so That's fair. But, yeah, I was super excited for this when this was coming out. So I was so excited to play Um you know it was unfortunate that actually it came out and then i wasn't feeling very well so i actually missed out a couple of days of playing but i mean i mean at this point for people who have have any interest in it you know you know that the game is going to be relatively short and that kind of stuff but um yeah yeah i was still looking forward to it
1: <laughs> no interest in it whatsoever yeah none i have no desire to play as a damn cat <laughs> I, I just it wasn't my type of indie game. Right. It didn't look like my type of indie game. I had watched a couple of things about it and though interesting concept, it was just not my Your cup thing. of tea. Yeah. So I had no interest in it. <laughs> I, I was not looking forward to this at all. It was not something that I was on the uh edge of my seat all titillated about. That being said, I have not played the game. Yeah, yeah, I have not. I have not gotten a chance to. Uh, you know, still life is being being crazy and hectic and all sorts of fun and interesting for you know everything, but so I I just haven't gotten a chance to actually sit down and play it. I've seen some things on it. Yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's not at like the the top of my must play. List well. Granted, that list is not very big right now. No. So, it's 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 yeah, (laughs) yeah. I I don't know really what else to say about it. It's you play a cat.
0: Yes, but but you did point out right. I mean, this is this is kind of an indie -er game. Yeah. Um. So that kind of explains a lot of it, and it feels like an indie game you know i mean oh,
1: it 100% looks like an indie
0: game and and they make like indie game choices right so like when you're in a conversation to move cuz everything is done there's no, there's no like spoken audio or spoken dialogue everything is done through text well, how could you
1: you're a cat
0: well cuz you get a little robot that like interprets for you whatever and well exactly <laughs> and uh, he says you're a douche <laughs> well i mean it's not like that shit in bio mutant where you know the oh the
1: weird gibberish
0: yeah where it's like <coughs> yeah. and then like the translator has to take over and be like he says <dispute> uh, you know this is more like um you know it's like you go talk to the you know one of the first guys you talk to momo you go talk to momo and just the dialogue is just momo talking kind of a thing Got right a um But like to move to the next box of dialogue, you have to press the square button. But then once the dialogue is done and you're ready to leave the conversation, you have to hit the circle button. And to to me, that comes off as a real indie move.
1: Yeah, that's that's a weird, weird button schematic layout choice there. Yeah,
0: like there's no reason for it to be like this you know
1: it's so you can't just blast through the conversation
0: well and and i and honestly that's kind of where i was at was i was like that's what it feels like it feels like they want to make sure that you're done with the conversation and you know and then you have to like willfully exit it but yeah it's still little little choices like that so um all right well let's go ahead and get a spoiler warning and then uh, i'll give the uh a little bit of a plot for stray
1: Boop. <laughs> a brock.
0: Hey, guys, just want to give you a heads up. From here on out, there's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. <laughs> All right. So the game starts off, and it's you and three other little cats just kind of hanging out on uh, in this little hallway. And this is your basic tutorial, right? It teaches you how yep. to walk around and how to interact with stuff. Um, And right off the bat, one of my first complaints is no cat creation. You know, you are, you are just are a specific little orange cat. And I know that it may seem silly, but this is me and I like character customization in games, you know, um, but so it starts off you and these three other cats and you go around and you do your little thing. And then you guys set off into the world and you come across this pipe and everybody jumps across it. And when you jump, the pipe breaks and you go sliding down into this like basically garbage pit.
1: Wow! Short game, you die right off the bat.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, so you wake up and you start walking through these sewers. And eventually you come across this little house where there's some slight puzzle solving and um, you have to reboot an artificial intelligence into the body of a little drone who identifies himself as B-12. And he explains that he had previously helped a scientist, but much of his memory was corrupted and he just needs time to recover. But he promises to help you return to the surface and accompanies you with this little backpack. Now, this is one of the f- fun things about the game, in my opinion, is all the little little details of this, right? Mm-hmm. So when he first puts puts the little vest on you that has the backpack for the little drone to charge, the cat, like, like your character, like, gets real long and doesn't walk properly and, like, kind of stumbles. Like, if you've ever, like, dressed up your cat and doesn't like it, like, yeah. you can see that they kind of, like, stiffen up. That's weird. So it's little touches like that that I really liked okay they also have little interactable things like um you know you can like go up to a couch and you can claw on the side of it or you can claw on the rugs you can um you know you find like little vessels filled with water you can take a drink um there are plastic bags you can put or not plastic bags paper bags you can get your head caught in and when you when (laughs) you when you do that your controls get inverted and so like nothing works properly like you're in a, in a bag and freaking out. Yeah. Um, and then my favorite thing, and I'm going to be talking about this the entire time, is that there's a, they, a dedicated meow button. So every time you push circle, your cat will just meow. And there's a nice little different varieties. But, you know, they do a good job of being like, here's some, like, fun little things to do. Yeah. So <clears throat> you go deeper into the city with B12. You come across... Um, Some robotic servants called companions and you kind of piece together that um, humanity is basically gone and these companions have grown self-aware and kind of are building their society in the ruins of human structures and slightly emulating human society but they're all trapped because of a infestation from an organic mutant creature called Zerks which yeah (laughs) okay <laughs> which basically are like, um, what was it? Was it Tommy knockers? It was either Tommy knockers or like Langoliers. I never remember which one, um, from Stephen King, the little monsters that eat yesterday for oh, you. Oh,
1: I think that's the Langoliers.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's kind of like that. They eat not only these Zerks, not only eat organic life, but also robotic life. So these guys, these companions are kind of trapped in their little town because they can't get out. There's also a divide between the classes. (laughs) So you right now are in the slums and they keep talking about people in midtown and then people in midtown are dumping their trap, their their garbage into the slums. And you meet a character um, named Momo, who is a member of an organization called the outsiders and his group of companions are basically dedicated to finding a way to, get up to the higher levels of the city and to escape to the outside. And you actually are kind of proof positive that they can go outside now because a lot of the, a lot of the society is we're supposed to be underground. It's not safe outside, but they're like, if you if you as a little tiny cat can survive in in the outside, then, then we should be able to as well. And so you team up with Momo to, um, try to find a way up to Midtown to find the other members of the Outsiders who will continue to help you get out. So what follows is a series of like um, running around town. There's little collectibles you can get. You can get memories that B12 will interpret for you to kind of do some of that world building. There's some other little fun stuff that you can do um like you can collect music note your sheets of music and give it to a musician in town and he'll play songs you can uh you know run around and interact with people and do some fun stuff there's there's things like you know like you can knock buckets of paint off of ledges because you're a cat and you push stuff off ledges (laughs) um and then and and it's it's like light light platforming as well because again this is an indie game this is not something super big or anything like or that or in
1: depth or anything like that
0: yeah um so once you um after you, so once you meet momo he tasks you with basically you gotta climb up to this antenna to set up a relay station so you can communicate to the people in the the next town up and so once you do that you know there's no there's no boss fights or anything like that in this game it is very much just like a run around and complete the task while avoiding the, the enemies and the enemies are only in certain sections, which you can, you start to recognize
1: the sections that they're in or.
0: Yeah. Because they're, they're a part of this weird growth. You learn that they're basically just an evolved bacteria. So it's very, it's, it's very similar to, we'll just say like the, the xenomorphs from aliens. There's like, you know, there's like organic tissue on the wall and egg sacs where these things burst out of, um, So, you know, when yeah, (laughs) well, they do. And then if they catch up to you, they jump up on you and you got to like shake them off and stuff. And if you don't, you'll die. And death is really, really good in this game because it just reloads you to the beginning checkpoint of whatever section you're in and it's relatively quick. So even if you make a mistake and, and, and die and have to respawn, you're not taken out of it for very long or very far. Yeah, or very far. There's not a huge setback. It really is designed to just be like we just want you to enjoy running around kind of a thing. So once you you climb up all these towers and you get to where the um where you need to set up the the relay station and then you go back to Momo and you contact Clementine who's who's another one of the uh the outsiders and basically Clementine is like, "Well, you can climb up and you can get to me and then we can work at moving on to the next area. So you and Momo hop on a boat and travel through the sewers and you get to a closed door and Momo goes to open it and only opens up a little bit. And so as you're going through, he's like, yo, you continue on and you meet up with everybody and I'll do my best to find a way around and get back to you. So he sacrifices himself as you go through this door, he lets it close and then he's trapped down there by himself. Forever. Forever. Um,
1: <clears throat> that's depressing,
0: it is like, and keep that in mind because you know it happens a lot more
1: <clears throat> oh good, so it as you like a ball, yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to get home and play it, um, so
0: as you continue on, uh you eventually find yourself in like a subway station, and there's a subway train there, but it's not operational. So you go into this next town and you realize that this town has been taken over by what are being called sentinels. And sentinels are basically um, law enforcement droids who are kind of to the extreme now.
1: Okay, You know,
0: they're like, it, it was one thing to be like, we'll protect you from the zergs. And now it's, we're going to protect you from yourself kind of a situation. Okay. Um. So you're kind of skirting around these, these, uh, Um, these sentinels and you eventually meet Clementine who's like, Hey, we need an, we need a battery to power the subway station. So let's do that. And so you go and you meet, um, one of Clementine's contacts and he's like, Oh, I'll get you into this factory where we can get the battery for the subway, but you have to get me a worker vest and a worker's hat. So I can blend in with all the workers to get you in because they won't let us in otherwise. And so, again, it's another, another section of I have, you have to run around the city to figure out how to get the things that you need to accomplish the task. So, like, for the hat, uh-huh. there's a guy who, like, blocks the door and he won't let you in. So you go and you f- hear the over the other worker saying like, "Oh, I wish my drunken buddy would get out of the bar and help me with these boxes." So you run to the bar, you knock something on that guy's head to wake him up, right. and then you go back and take you- this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> and that's totally what it is. There's like a crate full of like glass bottles, and you just like Ooh. bat it off. And well, he's a robot. Oh, okay. Um, there's no humans. It's all robots and cats. So you knock this thing of bottles onto his head, and then you follow him out there, and then. You know, there's like a box and you jump into the box and he comes over and picks you up and carries you into the store. And then you go and steal the hat and run out of the store. Um, Getting the vest is really fun because the guy is like, um, he's like, oh, I really hate when when people are playing really loud music. And one of the things you do is you get like a mixtape from these three guys. (laughs) And so you go into the back of his clothing store where he's got a boom box. I don't understand why he's got a boom box if he doesn't like loud noises. But whatever video games
1: nobody else has a boombox, right?
0: (laughs) Um, So you put the tape in, he freaks out and goes in the back, and then you can steal the vest and stuff. And then when you're in the factory, it becomes a stealth section. So there's little flying sentinel droids that you know have a light up area that it's if you're caught if if they see you, you you'll have to restart your progress. And so you make through this little stealth section, steal the battery, get out of the factory. And then you go meet up with Clementine in a bar and you get um, betrayed by one of Clementine's contacts. Oh. And then and you get you basically get put in jail. And so B12 and the backpack are removed from you. You're locked in like a little area by yourself. Um, and you eventually you have to get out free Clementine and eventually get B12 again and then once you're once you get out of the jail you're being chased by the sentinels and Clementine stops and is like you continue on take the battery restart the train get up to the next level i'm going to lead them away from you and like fucking takes off and runs off with all the sentinels chasing Clementine
1: oh jesus
0: yeah um so you go back down to the subway you follow the cords you put the battery in which starts everything and you get on the tram you take the tram to this really like nice looking little subway station that's just occupied by like worker robots like there's one cleaning the windows and I went up and I talked to him and he's like I'm literally programmed to do this one thing and so he's just standing there cleaning the windows and stuff And then you uh, end up at the city control center and B-12 is like, oh, I finally have all my memories. So basically B-12 was was the human scientist he thought he was working for. But because he didn't in his own lifespan, didn't figure out a way to fight off the zergs and reopen the city and couldn't, you know, couldn't do that in his lifetime, uploaded his consciousness into this droid until you came along and then put it in the drone. And now he's out with you. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember we were down here. All my friends and family are gone. I'm all alone, but I'm glad I made a friend like you. So let's open this up and we'll help you reconnect with your family. And you have to go around and reactivate all these control panels. And, um, you know, the the first one that you do, B12, is like, oh, wow, that took a lot of my battery power, more than I was expecting, but it's fine. I can do this. So you go and do the other ones. Can you guess what happens?
1: B twelve blows up. Yep. B twelve
0: <sighs> does the last one and oh. and just is like, um, I knew this was going to kill me, but I promised you that I would help you get to the surface to reunite you with your family. I'm sorry that I can't go with you. I would have loved. Oh. I would have loved to see in the outside with my best friend. Oh. Thank you so much for everything. And then fucking dies. And this is the part. <sighs> Yeah, we were kind of talking about this before the show. This is the part that actually almost made me cry.
1: That's that's sad.
0: Yeah, because you're you're literally right there. Like he dies, you push a button, and the the world op- the the ceiling opens up, and you can get out. Oh. And um.
1: Do you mean back up with the other two cats?
0: So there is a really cool thing where like it does kind of show um you know like. Star Wars episode six after the emperor dies and it goes to all the other planets and you can see them all rejoicing. Yeah. Like it shows Momo like back in the slums. So he made it back safe. It shows Clementine like up against a wall with her hands up and surrounded by sentinel droids. But because this, the top of the city is opening like a big iris, all the sunlight's pouring in. So everybody stops and starts looking up at the sunlight. You, they cut to a shot that the sunlight will kill the Zerks So that way now everybody can be freed of them. And then you like walk out of the control room and you walk up this little pipe and you walk out out into the world and the game ends. And I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) So, yeah, I was like, son of a bitch, because I was so looking forward to like reconnecting with everybody. But then it got me thinking, I bet that that's going to be like a potential sequel. Uh. Now you have to like survive the wilds.
1: Maybe. To get... But the wilds are already safe
0: Well, I mean, there could be other predators If there's cats running around, there could be You know Other Wildlife Or something, I don't know, you know Storms, I don't know It's it's all this weird post-apocalyptic stuff that we love so much
1: Yeah, I guess That sounds super depressing, bro <laughs> Like
0: It It was surprisingly a sad story Like uh, Yeah Yeah
1: yeah, that sounds that sounds super depressing. I'm like woah woah. <laughs> I don't want to be depressed.
0: It's like it's it's like a melancholy sadness, you know? Like it's yeah, it's kind of sad that this has happened and that your friend has died, but like, you know, the journey is kind of nice. Yeah. You know, and like I said, I like a like the graphics this is, so I'm not 100% sure, right? So I like I have a pretty decent TV in my living room, but I was mm-hmm. playing it on my PS4. Okay. And the graphics reminded me a lot of Shadow of the Colossus remake. Like if you played that,
1: okay. Okay. like
0: the edges are kind of fuzzy. Like the fur looks a little bit off. E- everything's a little too bright, you know? Like it's, but when, but when uh, last night the fiance was playing it on the PS5, it looked better, but, but we also have a, a, not as good a TV in the bedroom. So I'm like,
1: can't tell if it's the system or the, the setup.
0: Yeah, basically. All right.
1: I was about to say, the the video clips that I've seen of it, I, mean, I haven't seen any issues as far as graphic-wise goes.
0: Yeah, it looks really nice. Like I said, I mean, even when I was playing it, I was like, it looks off, but it's still, the environments are really vivid. Like I said, it gives off a really nice sort of cyberpunk vibe. Not cyberpunk the game, because that was shit, but cyberpunk the situation. You know, it's a lot of neon. And, and, and what I like is they explain it all away. You know, they're, they're like, the reason we have so many neons is because we weren't actually allowed to have light down here. And then one person was like, no, I want light. And they got punished for it. And everybody else just started putting up neon lights as kind of a remembrance. And because everybody was doing it, they stopped punishing people for it. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird in that way. Like it has a lot to say about society. Yeah, you know, it's like, what does it talk about friends? What does it talk about, you know, a group of people coming together, working together to try to better their lives? What is it saying about, you know.
1: Situational awareness.
0: Yeah. What happens when, you know, you're surrounded by, by danger, Who who is going to be the one to go out and venture off to try to have a, better, it. Yeah, yeah. Have a better life? So I think they're right. Like, this is getting a lot of love, right? Like, here. Yeah, yeah, So, So, Metacritic has it as an 84 and an 83 out of 100. Um, EGM is 4 out of 5 stars. Game Informer, 8 out of 10. GameSpot, 9 out of 10. GamesRadar, 4.5 out of 5 stars. IGN, 8 out of 10. The Guardian, Video Games Chronicles, both gave it 5 out of 10. And um, I'm even pretty sure that, yeah, it's a 10 out of 10 on Steam. Now... You know, we always like to talk about do these do these ratings fit? Yeah, you know, this is to me, this is not the kind of game that you can go back into and just kind of live in the world. It's it's a it's a it's a series of shoe boxes. Okay, you know, it's not like some so of like
1: our... it's more of like once you play it, it's either play through it all again or. Let it be
0: yeah, there's no moral choice system or anything like that. You don't really have an impact on the story. you're just along for the journey. so it's great to play through in that sense, but it by no means is it a perfect game. I had yeah. one I had one hard crash um it tries to do physics puzzles, so like okay there's a, a situation where you have to pick up like a pail and drop it to stop a spinning fan, okay, but like that's about it for physics so when when other physics elements come into it like they seem a little janky like i i walked into like a glass bottle and it just literally just like flew off into a, the ether nah,
1: funny.
0: <laughs> yeah you know there's like uh one of the trophies that you can get is by knocking a, a basketball down a ramp into a bucket and like i could have swore i hit that thing straight on and i mean and it just flew off at a 45 degree angle <laughs> so like some of the physics stuff is off so it has that that feeling of indie title
1: they're trying to do some stuff
0: right and that's it right i'm like
1: it wasn't well polished
0: right but at least they're trying you know that that always goes a long way for me is how like are you just putting out another call of duty and again yes. i have nothing really nothing really gets the call of duty franchise it's what works for them and people love it and that's great but like I'm always on the lookout for something new and something different.
1: I just want to be a cat. <laughs> want to do cat things.
0: I do cat things.
1: Got my dedicated meow button. Yeah,
0: you know, I want to just lay on a pile of pillows and lick my foot. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that is one of the things I like about this game is there are like dedicated. I'm nap weirded spots. out
1: that you just said foot. Why? Because I, I I wouldn't lick my foot.
0: If you were a cat?
1: No, that goes on the ground. Cat
0: lick their feet all the time.
1: I lick my tail.
0: Uh, that would be work. Yeah. Well, the reason I say lick your foot is because twice in this game, once when you first fall down, and then a the second time when you're like you fall into like a shopping cart and ride yeah. ride that down like a. you hurt your foot? You like like when you land, like you get up and you're kind of like limping, oh. and then after you walk for a little bit, you you stop and lick your foot, and then like that fixes it.
1: It's all better. Cat saliva is the the cure all, guys. I didn't know if you know this, but like it 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 is the secret government. Thing of how to cure cancer right cat life cat, yeah yeah just it's it's the way to do it you just lick something and it's healed <laughs> just go around licking things
0: yeah uh... <laughs> so one of the things i do like about this game a lot though is the um um like
1: dedicated meow button <laughs> yes i
0: love the dedicated meow button i like the trophies like
1: uh, the achievements? Yes. Okay, okay. And
0: the reason being is because they're all like I, I don't like that you get an achievement because you beat the first level, you get an achievement because you beat the second level. You get an achievement it's because an
1: achievement because you meowed 20 times. There's an
0: achievement for for doing a hundred meows. You see,
1: there's always
0: a meow achievement. Yeah. There's I meow. There's an achievement if you die nine times. Oh because cats have nine, nine lives. Nine lives. Yeah. There's there's a section in the game where two robots are playing mahjong. And if you jump up onto the table to play with them, quote unquote, play with them, you like knock all the tiles down. There's an achievement for for fucking up their Mahjong uh, Mahjong game.
1: Mahjong meow.
0: Yeah. Um, and like so like little stuff, there's one that's like nap for 100 hours or something like that. Um, You know,
1: everything should end in meow. Do all the achievements end in meow? Like, N- no, nap meow.
0: N- no, but there is like. I think the one, I, th- I think the one for the cat calling is literally like cat calls. Oh. For 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 meowing 100 times. Oh. For um I think the one for oh the one for jumping up on the mahjong table is called cat catastrophe or something oh, like okay. that. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. So there's like there's like a few little, little puns. little quips. Yeah. Little. Well, okay. so um, and like the I said the controls
1: fluid are they like they smooth are they clunky are they
0: super easy the, the one thing about the controls I didn't like was that jumping around in the, in the world is a is a context button so it's not like a free roam thing like Assassin's Creed. It's like okay. you look at a pipe. You get a prompt to hit the X button uh, to jump okay. up. And right? you can jump up. On, and, so
1: you can only jump up on certain things? Uh, you
0: uh, Yeah, certain things. You can jump up almost anywhere where there's a ledge. Some some of the, like, AC units will have, like, the pigeon spikes. Uh, so you can't jump, jump up, up on, on those. those. But, like, you know, you can kind of. So figuring out how to climb That's a up.
1: weird thing to put in an underground world. Yeah. Trust me the uh, that... what
0: <laughs> yeah yeah there's there's quite a bit of that, and again i I go back to, is it because they're just trying to emulate human society, you know Maybe.
1: they're just they're just living their robot life, yeah, man. they're just
0: living their best robot life, their best robot
1: life, um, I, I judge,
0: you know, like you can you know, there's like railings you can walk along, and that was a thing that I found kind of charming was that you know you could just kind of walk along like the the iron sides of. Like patios and, oh, okay. and balconies and stuff like that. <clears throat> there's in one guy's apartment. There's like a couple of like billiard balls on the ground. You can bat those around. There's a pool. There's there's pool tables. You can jump up on and bat the balls around.
1: You no, know, none of these robots are skeeved out by this orange tabby cat that just seems to be wreaking havoc <laughs> on their city. Like, no,
0: as a matter, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, if if you meow at most people because they're all robots and they all have like robot faces. Like, they have like a screen for a face. Okay. And when you like meow with them, they'll get like hard eyes or a big heart on their face. Okay. Or you can, like, there's one, there's like one little old grandma robot who, who like knits.
1: <sighs> crazy Cat Lady?
0: No, Aww. there was no Crazy Cat Lady that I found. And I wish that I. I wish that they had put that in there. Some robot who's obsessed with cats and has never seen one and loses her fucking mind when you show up.
1: Oh yeah. That would have been great. And then like kidnaps you and you have to escape from their house.
0: Exactly. Right. Like that would have been a fun thing to include. Um, but like you can like rub up against grandma's leg and she like fucking loves it. (laughs) You can do that with some people. Like I said, there's a lot of like cat stylistic things that you can do. Um, but I was not a fan of the music personally. A lot of it is like really low and quiet and in the background, you know, it's not the kind, you know, it's not the kind of thing eh, take a drink, you know, in subnautica, every, every area has its own specific music. So it kind of helps you to know where you are. Um, this is like, you know, in one area there's like, low little tones not real like music music, it, music. yeah but it, but it does i will say this what it does do well though is it does give it that like robotic futuristic feeling okay but like none of it's memorable you know when we were talking about horizon forbidden west yeah i was like the second you fight that first um what is it what is it called tide the like the plesiosaur robot
1: oh yeah 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 i can't i don't, tide ripper
0: tide ripper yeah they, thank you yeah like that music like the second i heard it i was like oh i'm fucking downloading that to my spotify right now <laughs> you know there was nothing nothing like that in this one yeah um you know so the music is kind of iffy um but like other than that like it didn't like none of it really stood out um so like yeah like it does a decent job atmospheric wise okay but like it doesn't really get there so again it just i don't know
1: did you feel like you were trapped underground in a robot basement
0: um no it was it was i felt more like because of the way the camera is it's very hard to get a sense of the verticality of everything okay so i felt more like i was just running around in blade runner as a cat
1: robot street
0: yeah and i was just happened to be down where all the robots live you know okay the areas aren't super big it doesn't take a long time to kind of explore everything and find all of the little secret you know because like i said you can get these memories that b12 will kind of talk about the, the past world he and that's that that is one of my bigger gripes is that this does do the thing where it's like humans fucked up the planet and how could they do that to their planet and i'm like yeah i know i get it i saw avatar i understand where you're going with this you know so it does that but again it doesn't do it heavy-handed so it doesn't get a ton of points knocked off but like enough but enough because it's there and i'm like we didn't really need it you know it's one thing to say oh yeah you know the human you know the the humans ruined the planet and had to build all these underground bases cool let's leave it at that we didn't really have to go into like a little bit more detail on that
1: every memory is mentioned no (laughs) Well, the humans fucked this up so we had to start drinking oil instead of water.
0: Exactly. Um, you know, but like I said, I unless you absolutely 100% are turned off on the idea, it's a cute little story. You can get through it in a in a in a weekend. Like I said, I got through it. I've,
1: e- I've seen a lot of people get through this game pretty quickly actually. A few Four, five, six five six hours something like that yeah
0: it's not much and especially if you don't do a lot of the actual exploring because like i said like the memories you don't need those to complete the game yeah you know um like get it
1: who wouldn't want to knock over a fucking pencil
0: <laughs> like i said as a cat and and maybe that's just it maybe i was like oh this is like a slight cat wish fulfillment game
1: it is but it
0: but it doesn't yeah, over it doesn't overstay its welcome. That's what one of the things the fiance and I were talking if you're
1: about. You're not dressed up as a cat while playing as a cat. you're yeah. not playing this game right. Right.
0: Now. <laughs> yeah. Too bad I don't have any cat onesies I could have put on when I was playing. Meow. <laughs> no, my my furry costume is at the dry cleaner though.
1: Oh, well, see, there's your problem right there. Yeah. You get it dry cleaned.
0: <laughs> well, you have to. Oh, wow.
1: Okay. We're not. No,
0: no king shaming here. Whatever you're into, Whoa. good for it.
1: No, I'm just saying, whoa, because I I found out way more information than I needed <laughs> to about you, buddy. Way more. And what? So did our audience.
0: It's hard to see when you're drinking your soda through those little tiny. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> um
1: but yeah. Was it was it less slap choppy and more shake weighty? A little bit. Is that, is that, yeah? Yeah, Pretty yeah much. that's what I thought. Pretty, much. Pretty
0: <laughs> much. Hey, the fiance was out of town this week, okay? I had three days to be left to my own devices. I'm surprised. Devastating. She didn't come home to find me in a dehydrated mess. You know what I mean, right? <laughs> no, just kidding.
1: Where did you learn this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I said, it took me two nights to beat it, and not even really trying to, just kind of going yeah. through everything. Like yeah. I said, if you had a, if you have a whole Saturday free, you can get oh. through it in a Saturday you know, but I'm, I'm an adult. But I have a
1: good, good little game.
0: Yeah. Recommend it. I absolutely, like I said, unless you are absolutely 100% turned off by the idea, I I would recommend checking it out just because the story is fun. It's something different, especially in this fucking void that we have where nothing is really coming out. This at least tries something new and does a pretty good job of doing it. You know, I would probably give it somewhere around a seven and a half.
1: Yeah. I, I you know, speaking of the void I, I i'm interested there's a lot of shit that has dropped this last week as of time of recording you know movie wise and stuff like that because of comic-con mm-hmm. isn't e3 like right around the corner
0: no e3 was last month
1: was it last month yeah oh uh, never mind that i'm not excited i'm, I'm disappointed and bummed
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah because that's just it really i think the biggest thing that came out of e3 for me was skull and bones
1: Oh man, but that does look great.
0: It looks fucking awesome, and that I'm so glad. I'm so glad that there's going to actually be like a single player kind of PVE element to it.
1: Well, and yeah, like I can, I can drop in, and just like, hey, let's hang out. Let's let's be pirates together. Exactly, and then be like, oh god, the wife's calling. The kid stepped in dog poo. I gotta go. Yeah, and like drop out, and you're just like, okay, okay. yeah, pirating by myself now.
0: And I like how they're kind of doing it, where you can get off the boat at you know, and walk around towns and pirate villas and stuff like that. I,
1: I got to say the games that have been announced, there is a good chunk of them that mm. I am excited for, but it, it's just, they're so far out and I yeah. want something now guys like, come on. Mm. Nobody wants to be a cat. I mean, everybody wants to be a cat, but when you only make it a cat for like four hours, I got another 20 to fill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. and that's the thing is the games that have been coming out that are good games. They're a lot like this, though. They're, they're, they're flashes in the pan, right? Mm-hmm. They're not something that I can experience in that world for very long periods of time. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm in it, I'm playing in it for a little while. Okay, well, that was a fun game. Well, now what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I will say, you know, I did say I had zero interest in this game at the very beginning of this. But I, I will say due to lack of anything else there was a part of me that was like maybe I should play a cat <laughs> I don't know it's maybe maybe I should but I didn't I played it as a turtle <laughs> <laughs> turtle yeah uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Oh. Early, totally all up on that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a lot like the old 90s NES games that were oh. pretty cool. All so. right.
0: Side-scroller. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. But you can have it six-person couch co-op.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> um, but it's it, like... it. it you, Go through levels. You sides, little side scroller action. It it totally reminds me of something like Turtles in Time. Mm. Good game. Good yeah. Game. So yeah, I I decided to be a turtle instead. There you go. Because I'm a turtle. No, you're a T Rex. I'm a motherfucking T Rex. Wow. My T Rex game is weak, y'all. Yeah. But so uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, you know. That's good. I I I I am not into depressing games. So like there there were bits of this. I will there were bits of this where I'm like, "Uh, you know, that sounds kind of cool. That sounds kind of cool. Like it's just walking around being a cat for a little bit, I could do that. Mm. I could do that." And then you're like, "Oh, well, and then the, this guy dies. <laughs> and then this guy dies. And then this guy really dies." <laughs> yeah. And then you find out the other two guys didn't really die, but they're not in good places. No. No. And it's like, well, that's kind of just sad. Yeah. I I got enough things to be sad about. I don't need more things to be sad about.
0: Yeah. It reminds me of, so I, there are very, there are a few musicals that I love. And one of them is Into the Woods. And when the newer one had come out with James Corden and, yeah, oh my god, Chris Pine <laughs> singing agony was such was such a great moment. Oh my god, I love that song and he played
1: one of the best Best parts of that whole movie. Oh,
0: it's so fucking great, and I like, and I know that the first half of it is lots of fun. The second half of Into the Woods is fucking dark. Oh,
1: dark as shit. Right, and I supposed to be.
0: And I remember our buddy Justin. He had seen. He was like, "I don't like it that it ends on such a sour note." And I'm like, "Yeah, but the journey to get there is still so much fun."
1: Yeah, it's
0: kind of how I feel about this. Like, it was sad at the end, but the journey is what what made it worth it for me.
1: Getting there was was the icing
0: yeah and like of the shit cake yeah pretty much (laughs) so yeah i definitely recommend people check it out if they've even got the smallest bit of interest i know it's not going to be for everybody and that's totally fine um but i i like i said it doesn't outstay its welcome there's there's a section where you're kind of like methodically walking along because you have like you eventually get a way to fight the zerks but like it's like on a recharge
1: do you pee on them
0: no you don't pee on them
1: spray. Bam. No. No, thank cat god. Cat urine kills everything.
0: Thank god. No. Um
1: I'm telling you cats are like the ultimate cure for everything.
0: <laughs> uh maybe unless you have an allergy to them, right?
1: Yeah, I know. My wife does, which is great cuz I am I'm am actually not a very big cat, cat person. I am not. I I I, I know this sounds terrible. I do not like animals that have their own personalities. Like, I don't want to be like, come home and be like, hey, muffin. It's amazing. I've missed you so much. And the cat give me that look of like, fuck you, Dave. (laughs) Fuck you. Do you know what I've done all day? I have sat here on the couch and I have napped. And guess what you just fucking did? Dave, 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 look at me. You're a dick, Dave. And it's like. But my name's not Dave Muffin. I don't give a fuck, Frank.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> I'm the one here who rules.
1: Zero fucks given. This is my house. You interrupted it. You get to go sleep outside tonight. And I'm like, no, don't, don't get me wrong. There are some cats with like super cool personalities and everything like that. And I, I'm, I'm really good, good with uh with that and all that. But I just, I've just never been a very big cat person. Yeah. And so, like. I don't find it adorable that a cat looks at a pencil and I'm like, don't do it. I'm using that pencil. And they're like, fuck you, Dave. And they knock it off the table. Like, dude, 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 seriously? Like, cats just kind of go everywhere, do everything. Now, I will see say that i do feel bad for cats sometimes because like those people who are like i don't want my cat jumping up on kitchen counters right Mm. so they put aluminum foil on kitchen counters yeah and then the cat jumps up on the kitchen counter it's like Mm oh and then they jump down i'm like oh poor guy (laughs) like that was that was their nine lives flashing right there (laughs) that was that was all of them like oh shit the 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 world is ending or what is that with a a fucking cucumber or some shit like that Have you ever seen those videos? No. Where they'll put, like, a cucumber next to a cat, and the cat sees it and, like, jumps and, like, runs the fuck away or something like that. Okay. And it's, like, why? Why would you do, like, you know that happens, and, like, cats don't seem to really care for these things. So, like, one, what do cats got against cucumbers? But, like, (laughs) two, like, why would you keep doing that to your cat?
0: Right. You're just going to make them freaking neurotic.
1: You would make anybody neurotic if you did that. So, like, I I do have a soul for them. Like, that's, like, fucked up. Like, if you're going to own a cat, realize you're owning an animal that gives zero fucks about your well-being and will eat your face when you die. Pretty much. Like, but, you know, don't torture them. No. Like, so, I, I don't know. I just yeah so there was a lot about this where i'm like these the cute little adorable things that you're like oh this is this is cool you can go and you knock this whole box of shit on somebody's head i'm like people have died because cats have done that
0: (laughs) (laughs) yes but it's a robot you can't kill him not yet, yeah, yeah. but the
1: cats will figure out a way. Gonna,
0: that's that's going to be the sequel. There's going to be like, now we're going to kill all the robots.
1: Now we're going to kill all the robots. <laughs> you keep B-12. Stray. stray, stray Muffin's with, revenge. Stray,
0: stray with a vengeance. Stray
1: with a vengeance. <laughs> he brings back those other two cats. Yeah. they're strapped.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Like like the cat riding the unicorn with the golden eagle from the Microsoft photo yeah. thing. Yeah. 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 It's... yeah. But then we're just playing BioMutant and who no, the fuck no. wants to do that?
1: God, there, there, there's people out there. I don't understand it. I don't either. But yeah, so there there's my uh 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, I can tell time. Um on that but i don't have anything else i don't, I don't really yeah it was a weird ass game yeah it, that you've been like super excited about for like six months oh uh, heck yeah oh, it, it's been a long a long, a, a long, while. long like time. as soon as this game was announced you were oh, like dude God. have you seen this and yeah. i was like yeah i saw this you're like it looks amazing i'm like you're fucking weird yeah and
0: <laughs> i'm fully aware that i i was like so excited for this game and, yeah, I mean, there's not much to it, and I totally get it. But you know what? It doesn't – not everything has to be a – It doesn't need much. It doesn't need to be a 60-hour RPG. It doesn't need to be a sandbox I, world the size of – And
1: I agree with you there. I agree with you there. I just – I really want one <laughs> because, like
0: – I want something to, deep in, to dive deep into. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like – this is a, I have a couple of passions and like I was actually talking to another one of our friends, well, another one of my friends and you know of her, mm. um, about this the other day, like sacrifices. You grow up, you make sacrifices, right? Mm. I have, I have a crap ton of hobbies. I love to read. I love music. I love, I love D and D. I love, I love video games. Clearly, mm. <laughs> you know, all these things. I love movies. I, you know, I love comic books. I just, And when I get attached to something and it goes, it falls into this love category. I go deep into this shit. Yeah. And I'm like, and I got to start making sacrifices. You know, like I, I, I don't have enough hours in the day to accommodate all of my hobbies. Mm -hmm. Right. But then there are certain hobbies that I have that just, you know, like detox from the, the week de-stress from just everyday life. Video games is one of that, and I've always loved it because I get to go in and live in this world, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, Resident Evil 4, they're remaking it again yeah. um, with, like, all better graphics, all, all this stuff. Like, it, it's almost like a redesign of these characters because, like, I the, the president's daughter does not look like the president's daughter in the other one. I'm like, that's, that's – how much did you fuck with Leon Kennedy here? Let right. me see, <laughs> you know? But uh,
0: Leon Kennedy's gonna come out looking like Duke Nukem. Duke Nukem, <laughs>
1: kick ass and chew bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. And I'm all out of gum.
0: Fuck that. Duke Nukem 3D was awesome. It was Duke Nukem Forever was shit.
1: Oh god, it was a joke. Um, but so, like, when playing that game, I felt like Leon Kennedy, mm. you know, when I played that game originally, I was like, holy shit, I love this. The storyline to me was far better than any of the other Resident Evil games because you were more involved with the progress of the way things were going on, mm-hmm. right? You were finding other evidence that was even getting more detailed on what was going on. I like I was like, I am a secret service ninja. <laughs> like, ha. Ah.
0: Who just leaps out of windows. It
1: just fucking can do anything. <laughs> RPG to the face. <laughs> and uh like at that moment i realized like this is these are the game the reason why i play these games and games like this and games in general is because i i I want that step out of reality in my life and into these other ones for sure and so yeah definitely if i can get it for only four to six hours great but i love it when i can like i go i can come home i can sit down for two hours and just fall into a different world Mm -hmm. right like and I realized like I can't do all of this stuff. I can't do that. Right. Like I was I was talking to this friend about it and I was like, I can't build miniatures as much as I want to. I can't I can't like click together gundams, you know? Mm. I don't have time for that. If I want to build out a, a compelling D D campaign, which is what I'm currently doing on the side, and I was like, I I don't have time to go and like just start clicking together Gundams. Right. Like or sit down and actually read this book, you know? Mm-hmm. So you make sacrifices for things. But, like, I I need that. I need games back because, <laughs> like, that's not a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been thrusted upon me, <laughs> not, like, a choice that I made. It just, hey, this is the world. We kind of got fucked up for a little bit and... We need some time to get back on track, but please get back faster. Yeah. Please. Please. Like, uh, what game? Hogwarts Legacies. Mm. Got delayed again. Oh, I didn't see that. Yep, got delayed again. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like, oh, okay, 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 Caleb. Just, you know, if it comes out good, the delay is not going to matter. Right, Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to when the the moment that it comes out, I'm not going to be like, but I had to wait. You know, this game was amazing, but it's a it's a three because I had to wait fucking seven years for it. No, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to be like this game was was fucking amazing. I'm so glad they took their time and built this out perfectly. Mm. Now, the reverse of that cyberpunk uh, was if you wait a really long time for a game and then it comes out and it ain't that. You're in trouble. Oh, God. Yeah and that's that's so like but that's where we're at like i see all these game announcements and i'm like next year next year two years three years mm-hmm. like what the fuck guys come on what happened like what 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 happened like when this game releases in 12 years that you haven't already pushed out to
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're gonna be on three different systems by then like, right
0: uh, is it gonna get delayed again because now it's a new system is coming out
1: yeah which some of them did when mm. the new systems came out. Oh and stuff. yeah. So like I, I just need something. I need something. Straight, straight did not scratch that itch. Mm, scratch, scratch. Mm. God, we're terrible
0: people. We, we are. So, anyway, I think that'll do it for us today. Uh, don't forget, go ahead. You can uh, go to our Podbean. You can comment on this episode. Let us know what you thought of Stray if you played it or if this has changed your mind.
1: Or Caleb's rant on other things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you can also go to our Facebook page. You can go ahead and leave us a comment there. We'll respond to that. Um, you can also send us an email to no tokensrequired at hotmail.com. And you can go ahead and send us your questions, your comments. Um, and don't forget, there's always the Patreon. We do appreciate any donation, uh, just to help us keep the lights on. And then at the very, 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 very least we ask at least share this episode or a previous episode we've done with any of your friends, anyone who might be interested because that word of mouth will really help us get around. So we appreciate anything. Caleb, any last words for the friends?
1: Meow. (laughs) I don't know why I wasn't expecting that. It should have been. (laughs)
0: All righty. Well, thank you so much. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until next time, Game Game on. On. Thanks for listening to Game On presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On! is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required for No Tokens Required. you no part of this podcast can be used in any way without
1: written authorization from No Tokens Required.